0: Hi, friends, and welcome to The Little Counselor Who Could, the podcast dedicated to the art of school counseling and being an advocate for every student. I'm your host, Samantha Little, a current high school counselor. I am so excited to be sharing this episode of The Little Counselor Who Could podcast. This was actually an episode I was featured on on another podcast called The Other Side, hosted by Jameson, Jocelyn, and Ileana, who I used to work with. This podcast is all about um, learning how to advocate for students, and this particular episode focused on college and career readiness, and I was so excited to be asked to be on there and speak about how I prepare my students as a school counselor, what it truly means to be college and career ready, and what it truly means to go to college and what that can do for our students, as well as how our own journeys play a role in how we guide students on their journeys. And so I really want you to take some time and listen to this. So let's get started.
1: Everyone, and welcome back to another episode of The Other Side. I'm once again, your host, Jameson. We have a very special show today. We uh, don't usually have a lot of guests, but when we have them, they are the pristine cream of the crop for a reason. <laughs> uh, I actually just got a chance to get to know her so this is my first time getting to meet her, but Jocelyn and Liana, if I'm right, y'all y'all have met this person before, right? Y'all y'all know this person pretty pretty well, at least, right? Yes, we do. Oh, see, that's beautiful. See, it's all it all comes back full circle. You know, it's in the family, and we're good to like just to have you on the show. I would love to introduce her. Now, she does have her own podcast. Yes, she is already ahead of us, and it is on <laughs> Apple, Spotify. I'm assuming all the other streaming services, but I know for sure Apple because I follow just because I had to. Uh, welcoming in the host from the little counselor who could please give a warm welcome to Sam. How are you doing?
0: I'm good. I'm good. Thank you for having me.
1: Oh, of course. It, this is uh, this is going to be a, a very fun episode. We bought Sam in for a certain reason. I mean, you heard the title of the podcast. So uh, and this is continuing our first episode, actually, of the college series. So we're going to talk about college today. I'm uh, I'm interested to know I mean, we're all college grads, so we all kind of have our own stories to tell. But we, we have a counselor, so she's like college grad <laughs> times like five. So, you know, like uh-huh. I'm excited to hear what she has to say about it. Um, we're going to get into it. I, I would just want to know, first, what, what college you go to, Sam? If you don't mind me asking.
0: Oh, my gosh. I had uh, like the windiest college experience. Oh, boy. Would you believe that I was technically a college dropout? Tell us more.
1: <laughs> I don't even know what to say, to be honest, but yeah, please Tell do. us
0: more. <laughs> um, so I started at a community college. Um, my, I went to college not knowing what financial aid was. I went to college not understanding A through G and what that meant. Um, and so I went to community college. I ended up, I probably took, like, you know, three years, that solid, like, three-year window to get through there. Mm-hmm. Um, I transferred to Sacramento State University.
1: Okay. Sac State,
0: yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, stingers up, you know. um, I don't, I don't think I was quite ready for college, to be quite honest, like, that big of, like, a oh. responsibility. And I worked full-time. So, I got that, like, classic... Do I go to work or do I go to class? Right, because now I'm waking up. I'm going to class all morning. I'm sleeping in my car in the parking lot to take a nap before I then go to work all day, close a salon downtown, and then drive home, and then you know do it all over again. And so I ended up failing out of Sac State after a year. Um, And I was like, okay, I'm going to take a break. I don't know what I'm doing, you know. And again, I have still at this point have no idea what financial aid is. And so my parents are paying out, you know, it's like, it's just not a great scenario. So I took a year off, um, didn't do much. And then I, I ended up finding an online like distance learning program through Ashford university, which is now part of Arizona state university. It's their global kind of online program that they
1: use now. So they ended up buying
0: that out. But I found that I loved that. Like I yeah. loved just doing college on my own terms when I could because I still worked full time. So I was working, you know, Monday through Friday, eight to five, sometimes nights. Um, and so it just worked for me to be able to do work, you know, 10, or homework at 10 o'clock at night or on a Saturday or Sunday, whatever like worked for me. And so I ended up basically doing the equivalent of like what you would consider summer school. So I did four week mm. classes. For a year, just like boom, boom. One ended on a Monday. The next one started on Tuesday, and I just went through them. Um, and I finished in a year, and then um, and then I found that I loved that so much that I ended up doing my master's program through Capella University um, and getting my master's in school counseling because I really felt like I always loved education. I wanted to be in education, and I felt like. What I learned about the college experience and about college in general and how you go to college and the best path for college and all these things learning about financial aid um, mm-hmm. I wanted to give that back because I felt like I left high school not understanding any of that, and I feel like had I had a little bit more guidance, I could have followed a better path you know i would have I would have had clear expectations of what I was getting myself into, you know, what was it going to be expected of me and how to navigate that. And I don't feel like I had the right people in my corner. And so, um, yeah, that's kind of how I ended up working for high school with high school kids. Um, it's a, it's a huge passion of mine to make sure that they leave high school understanding what's going to (laughs) happen.
1: Yeah. You see what I mean by the cream of the crop? (laughs) Right. i man that was that was the episode guys i think we're gonna cut the show yeah. <laughs> i uh <laughs> no i uh this is this is great and i appreciate you for being on sam i mean you you kind of yeah. you have your you have a story and like yeah and and now you're passing along to others and i mean i see why you're passing along to others you're, you're preparing them to be you know better than you were at one point in time yeah. and that's that's so beautiful to hear i um I mean, we're gonna get right to it. Uh, We have you here for a reason. I don't, you know, I want to make sure we use your time properly. So let's talk about college. So what are, what is, why, why do people pursue college? Why college? Like, what is the benefit of going to college? What do you think? Why do you think people push college so much?
0: I mean, I think there's several ways you can talk about college. Um, I was, I was, I was talking to my girlfriend about coming on your guys's podcast and like what we were Mm going to talk about. And she's like, yeah. Okay. So like, why, like, what are you going to say? Yeah. And I was like, what's funny is um, I almost equate college to insurance. Like it's like having an insurance policy, right? Because not everybody needs a bachelor's degree. Not everybody needs a master's degree, right? Like I, I mean, I seriously tell my kids, I'm like, I wouldn't have a master's degree if it wasn't required of me by the state. Like that Mm -hmm. wasn't a goal, right? Mm -hmm. But I realized the job I wanted and I realized the state required a master's degree. And so I went and got it, but not all jobs require that. I come from a blue collar working family. They'll make more money than I'll ever make. And they barely have high school diplomas, but that was the luck of the draw, right? That was their generation. It was the field they enjoyed. It was all those things. But I do feel like College is a form of insurance. It's like you go to college, you have a piece of paper that says, I'm qualified to do X, Y, and Z job. And that gives you the ability when that job comes up, you go, okay, here's my piece of paper that says I can apply for this job. You may use it, you may not use it, but it's that like insurance policy that when you go work for, let's say the state, right? The state of California, I live in, I live in Sacramento, so I'm here in the Capitol. A lot of people go to work for the state. You can get a lot of entry-level jobs with a high school diploma, but once you start wanting to promote into management, once you want, want to be a supervisor, right, now you're required to have a bachelor's degree. So if you don't have that, now you're stuck in these entry-level positions when you might have the qualifications, the skills, the experience, the knowledge, but you need that piece of paper to say, here you go. And I think it's, I mean, in some ways, I think it's a little outdated. It's an outdated mindset mm. that like this piece of paper means that I'm qualified because we, yeah. we know a lot of people who have those piece of papers that are not qualified whatsoever to do the job mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. right I mean so but but it is I mean we all have car insurance we all have health care insurance right and it's like when's the last time you used your car insurance That's I true. couldn't even tell you I get get nervous because I'm like, if I ever get pulled over, my app isn't even like active because that's how long (laughs) it's been since I've logged into it, you know, but you have it because in case you need it, in Mm -hmm. case, you know, it's like one of those things in case I get into an accident. Now I have the insurance policy. So it's like, in case this job comes up that I want, that I love, that I enjoy, I get to apply for it. I get to move up in my field. Um, And so it's, it's. I guess from like a, I guess from a very practical standpoint, that's kind of how I view college, right? Then you have like that social aspect of college, where it's kind of an extension of high school, you're with your peers, you're with like minded people, it's networking, it's building relationships. Um, I think, you know, and you, you guys definitely comment on this on your own experience, but like I know that some of my college professors, and even though I was distance learning, so I wasn't face to face with them all the time, I run into some of them at conferences now, and it was such a special bond, and they they, they made oh, such yay. a impact what I do now that you know it it does create this environment for you to learn and grow kind of in a safer place with people who are like-minded and so like from a social kind of growing up standpoint i think if you go away to college or immerse yourself in college um from a social standpoint it can be a really safe place to to kind of grow up and and learn and experience um but i think if you just take the practical side i really do i think it's just kind of that insurance policy
1: Hmm. i don't even know where to start (laughs) Ladies, do you all have something? Man.
2: I love, I love, love, love the insurance policy, um, like thought that you have. I think, I think that analogy is so, um powerful because I agree. And I've never seen it that way, but I agree. I think that you're using that as, you know, you talk about how, how, how often do you use your, your car insurance? I use it all the time because I'm a crazy driver, but I am not the norm, but like, you know, I have it just in case I need it for the things that I might get myself into. And this is exactly it, you know, so you're, you're saying that, you know, we, you need this paper, you need this information just in case you move up or, or, or you're looking for a different way or looking for a different position and, and, you know, they, they're, they they're requiring it. So I love how that was said. You, you did an amazing job explaining what that, what that looks like and what that, what that really means. Thank you.
1: No, I, um, yeah, I guess you're right. I, I'd never, when you said like insurance policy, I know no one can see my face, like through the <laughs> audio version of the podcast, but I like looked at the sky and I was like, is that what I did that for? For insurance, I um no, I think you're absolutely right. I mean, it's it's there whenever it's needed. Like I, I you may not know this, I studied psychology, and I mean, I'm clearly not in psychology right now, um, but it's there. So like, if I wanted to jump back into that field, I do have like a base within it to where I can pursue that degree and then get the master's and keep it going. Um, so yeah, that was that was really well beautiful said, and I love how you also touched on like the social component. It's like, um jocelyn and i have talked about it and alien and i've talked about too like that that the community that you build within the college campus and like going through that with people that are your same age same classes um that is a huge part of it too and sometimes people like they look for that like building that network and how important that is too um it's both sides of the coin which is just crazy i that was, that was spot on man i don't even i don't even know what to say this is gonna be a great podcast i don't even like man she's killing it what do, what do we ask <laughs> I think one
3: of the things that I'd like to explore is like, you know, do we always think college is always the right choice for individuals? Like Yeah like like, how do you know when you're eighteen if that's really the right choice or not? You know, you're kind of like getting started with life, you know, and I think a lot of people are told like go to college, go to college, go to college. But some people it might not be the right path either. And I think that's, you know, I know that you deal with a lot of students that are pondering that question. What, what yeah. kind of advice do you give, give those those 18 year olds that are
0: looking at that next step? You know, for me, it's always looking at like the root of the decision, right? Like, they're like oh, I'm, especially because kids are like, oh, I'm going to go to the military. Oh, okay. Well, what branch? Oh, I don't know. Okay, well, you talk to a recruiter? No, I don't know. Okay, well, what do you want to do in the military? I don't know. And it's like, okay, well, that's a really big commitment. That's a really big decision. And it's the same thing with college. You know, it's like, well, you know, why do you want to go to that college? And I think that we get really stuck in the name of a college, right? Oh, you know what? And I I know it's generational, it's cultural, it's all these things, right? But it's Mm -hmm. the name of the college isn't going to make a difference, right? Because my, I have this debate with my husband and my brother all the time because my brother graduated from Berkeley, Cal, right? You know, old bears, you know, Cal's the best thing that's ever happened to anybody. And then my husband, (laughs) (laughs) um, my husband graduated from Sacramento State with an engineering degree. And so my brother's always like, oh, you should have gone to Cal. You should have gone to Cal. They have the best engineering program. And he's like, Actually, the company I got my internship with and got hired with and now has worked for for the last 12 years, he's like, we tend to hire Sacramento State engineers because they are more they are more um, they're taught uh, in a more like hands on practical field work experience, Mm. whereas Berkeley, um, University of Pacific, they're more theory based. So they come out with a lot of textbook knowledge, but no fieldwork experience. And he's like, and I can't, I need somebody with fieldwork experience that can go out on a job and really know what to do. Yeah. And so I'm like, so just because you have the name Cal, you know, you have Berkeley on your resume doesn't necessarily do a whole lot, especially for this big construction firm that he works for in the Sacramento area, you know? So it's but it's that stigma of, oh, you have to go to a University of California mm-hmm. school because those are the best schools. And it's like, they might be the best schools for some students, for some programs, but they're not always the best choice. Yeah. Same thing with state schools, right? It's like, I don't know where this stigma came from that state schools are bad. Right. Like, I don't, I really don't know where that came from, Um And why community colleges have this like, oh, you went to the community college route? Like, oh, Mm -hmm. you're... I I think it drives me the most insane when people say, oh, they're just going to community college. I remember, Jocelyn, you sent me... I don't know if you remember this. You sent an email years ago. I'm talking like probably my first month working for you. And you sent an article that said, women have to stop saying just. Oh, Mm -hmm. I just wanted to i'm just asking you know it's this very like yeah. it's this mm. very like off-putting oh they're just going to community college as if that's less than
1: right mm-hmm.
0: and i i, and I, it I still
3: me i still edit my emails for that because it's still yeah. a natural tendency to write i just want to check in with you about this and i like every time i write an email i go back through it tick all my justs yep. out it's like you gotta oh. strengthen the way that you could you know position your email and your wording and
0: but like think that. about the mindset right it's mm-hmm. like well I'm just going to community college as if you're not working as hard as the next student right and
1: sometimes what I wish
3: community I... college professors man they're harder sometimes
0: oh, you know? yes. <laughs> yeah. they're tough but, but it's also like uh, again my brother and I have gotten a lot of weird debates over college because again he went to cal so anything that's not cal is is not.
1: The cream oh my the crop.
0: God! But <laughs> um, you know, he's like, "Oh, well, you you just go to online college." I'm like, "It's still college. It's still it a is. credit. It's still all of these things that when I have that piece of paper, I can go get the job I want." You know, so it's it's changing this mindset of, you know, if you're going to college, you're going to college. Whatever your path for college is, your own path. I I I don't get to have a say in what is best for you. I can give you my recommendations. I can help you in. You know, the, uh, you're asking what I tell them when they when they ask me what community college to go to. I go. They're all the same. You go to the one that's the closest to you, unless you're going for a very specific um, trade program that's only offered at one class or one campus. But they're all the same. It, it, you know, just go to one that's closest, the most convenient, you know, because at the end of the day, it's about getting the classes and it's about getting the credits and it's about either transferring, um, or getting that associate's degree and moving on. So it's like all that, that thought process, like I have to go to this certain school, I have to do this certain thing in order for it to be valid. And it's all valid.
1: Yeah, no, I, I totally, that was, that was, that was huge. I, um, I agree, you know, like I went to USC and I'm thinking, oh man, top 25 (laughs) colleges in the nation, man, look at me. And like, I had friends that went to, well, I'm from Ohio, went to University of Toledo, which is like our our home state school. And they're like, I mean, if you want to compare numbers, I'm like, these guys have like master's degrees, you're like making more money than I do. And it it doesn't matter what college you go to, it matters Mm -hmm. how you use your time there. And that's, that's so huge. I I definitely agree with that. When you're like, we may have already went over this a little bit. You're like, some kids, like, hey, like, okay, I want to go to college. Like, where do you start with them? Is it like, all right, what are you trying to study? Like, what range are you trying to pay? Like, are you looking at like financial aid first? Like, where are you trying to go? Like, you're moving out of the state. Like, where do you start with them? Like, what's the, the basis?
0: Usually, if they tell me, like, I'm interested in going to college, I ask them where like, do you have, do you have a college in mind? Um, most of them say, you know, community college. Um, I, I now work for a school, um, that is not a through G approved. So like my students, um, they're not eligible for like California schools, the state schools and the UCs. But, um, oh. I do try to explain to them, like, if you're interested in going out of state or you're interested in going somewhere else, we can absolutely explore that. Like college is way still on the table. Um, but most of them are going to, they want to go the community college route. Um, and so usually I just start with letting them know, um, about the two years free in California, because what's really important to know about that is the the clock starts ticking, right? So the second you enroll, your two years starts ticking. It's not Mm. just two years or, you know, 60 worth of credits. It's, two years calendar wise. So I kind of, cause if they're like, well, I'm thinking about it. It's like, okay, well it's really important. Yeah. That if you start, you commit because you don't want to waste those two years. Right. You want to like, you want to maximize the fact that you're getting to go to college for free for two years. Yeah. Um, and so first I, a lot of them don't realize that they know it's free, but they don't really understand that the time frame. Um, and then usually I ask like, you know, what they're interested in studying or if they even know, um, a lot of them kind of have a rough idea. I think a lot of them don't like, how do I say this? Like, like, um, put together what they're interested in with a job.
1: Uh, It's like, uh, I
0: don't know what I want to study because I'm only interested in video games. It's like, okay, well, are you interested in actually... Do you want to develop video games? Do you want to test video games? Do you want to sell video games? Like, is that the world you want to live in? Great. That's a world you can live in. Um, Or is it computer science? You know, so usually I try to kind of dive a little deeper with them about their hobbies, their interests. Um, Or sometimes I tell them, you know, if you don't really know, college is a great place to go in, uh, community college is a great place to go in undecided. And then take electives that seem interesting to you that also fulfill um, a core requirement. I'm like a super big nerd when it comes to doing the class placements. <laughs> like I have a PDF Whoa. that I used when I was in college that I like still search for on the websites and I print it out and I help the kids kind of like, okay, you can take this class if that's interesting to you and that fulfills this requirement and you can do this. Cause any class you take, you want to make sure it's fulfilling a requirement. You want it to do something for you. Absolutely. Um, And so kind of helping them figure out how they can take classes that are maybe interesting, that help them explore a little bit more. Um, But if they tell me, you know, their ultimate goal is to, I don't know, go into radiology school, right? So that's a secondary school. They want to be an x-ray tech. You can get your bachelor's in anything, literally anything. Mm -hmm. It does not matter. You Mm -hmm. just have to have a bachelor's degree to apply to a radiology school. But I explore, like, these are the things that might set you up for success, right? A communications degree, because you have to be able to communicate with, um, patients or a biology degree because you'll take like human anatomy. So that kind of gives you that sciencey, you know, background or a lot of people get psychology. Um, it helps you kind of get in that mind frame of working with people, um, But at the end of the day, it doesn't matter. You could get your degree in history and still go to radiology school. Mm -hmm. So at that point, it's like, get something that interests you, you know, but here are the different ways you can like set yourself up for success, give you a little bit of foundation. Um, But I think it's like, and letting them know too, that they can always change their mind. Always.
1: Yes. I, I just want to say class mapping is a skill. And the, <laughs> the fact that you like teach them that, that is a legit skill. Like it's not easy. And sometimes you may to take class like, Oh, this looks cool. I'm going to take it, but it has like no benefit whatsoever. Yeah. Um, yeah.
0: I'm, I'm big on making sure that all classes serve a purpose.
1: Yeah. That's huge. That is, that is like pristine counseling. Like kudos to you. I um wanted to talk more too. Is there any like important choices you think people, like, should consider while, like, picking a college? Sometimes people are like, oh, like, this school's cool because it's, like, my favorite football team. And, like, I know all my (laughs) friends are going to go there. And they're like, oh, yeah, this is cool because it's close to home. Or, you know, things like that. Or, like, maybe it's like, oh, this is Ivy League. I'm going because it's an Ivy League. Like...
0: I had a student last year who applied to, I think, 16 different colleges.
1: Oh, jeez.
0: Mm-hmm. And she got into um she she didn't get accepted into any of the the ucs that she applied to oh man Um, she did get accepted into cal state san marcos and she also got a scholarship for san marcos and so she was like you know that's where i'm gonna go because my family lives there i can reconnect with my dad and, um, you know, I'll have family around. So I want to move away. That was her whole goal. She didn't apply to any local school. She wanted to move away. Okay. And so she, I was like, okay, so this checks all the boxes. You get to move away from home, but you get to still be close to family. Right. So that's, that was an important piece that she have her, her, her dad and be able to reestablish connection with that side of her family. It was a school she wanted to go to. It had her degree. Um, and um and she was getting the scholarship. And so she was actually when we looked at her financial aid package, she um I think was gonna get like a refund. Mm-hmm. She might have been able to get a refund at the end of the year, or it was like maybe two thousand dollars out of pocket. I mean, it was so minimal at that point yeah, for her
1: very
0: to be able to live on campus, do all those mm-hmm. things, right? And so we were like, oh my gosh, this is amazing. Like how perfect is this, that this kind of all came together for you out of the 16 colleges that you applied to. And then she got an email from UC Merced. Because mm-hmm. you so the, the, so the UC system, right, has that um, ELC program where if you graduate in the top 9% of your class and you don't get admitted to the UCs you applied to, you will have guaranteed admissions into a UC campus and usually that's uc merced because they're the newest and the smallest and they generally don't they're not impacted so she gets this email right after we've like oh my gosh this is all amazing this is so great everything's so perfect and then she started to question everything because it was a uc and isn't that more important
1: and it was like what
0: you know so we had we had to really like dive into that like but why well and she's like but
1: isn't
0: like better and i'm like for who? Like you just, you have this campus that's so perfect for you and yet you're going to give all that up to go to a school because it's a UC? Like, you know, so we, we I mean, we we dug deep because I was like, girl, if you're going to make this decision, we are going to make this decision with a lot of like facts and stats mm-hmm. and, you know, and when it came down to it, now you're looking at having to cover $16,000 versus 2000 So, you know, and ultimately, she decided to stay with San Marcos. But I think that that initial like, oh, it's a UC. So that must mean it's better. And it's like, but you you had all of this. So I think when you're, when you're talking to students about where to go to college and what's best, it's like, what is best for them? It's not what's best for me. This job has nothing to do with me and right. my opinion, my thoughts. And I went to online college because that's what worked for me. You know, not a lot of people agree with that. And not a pe- lot of people think that that's a good way to go. And that's fine because at the end of the day, it worked for me. I have the degrees I need. I do the job I love every day. I'm good, you know? And so I think that's where like that whole Cal like discussion, that Berkeley discussion, it always grinds my gears because I'm like, "Are are you, are you, are you listening though to, to the words that are coming out of these kids mouths or are you just, well, you have to go to Berkeley because you have to go to Berkeley,
2: you know?
1: Yeah, it seems
2: like you're doing a lot of undoing, like you're like undoing the, the mm-hmm. perception or like the things that like we've been told or the things that we believe in our head, right?
0: Mm-hmm. And then
2: you know the student comes in with an idea, and your job is to make sure one that you understand their dream, right? Like what do they want? You know what what do they want to do? What is their future? What do they want their future to look like? Yeah, and then and you really support them in managing, um, you know how they get there. And I think that. It's crazy. It's crazy because I remember the same thing. I remember thinking there's a hierarchy, right? Hmm. And like well, there's a, this hierarchy is just very important. And like the world knows about this hierarchy. But what you're really telling the students is like, this is not, you don't worry about this. Like, what do you want? Yeah. What makes the most sense for you? How can we get there? And, and I, I just feel like everybody needs someone like you. Every student needs someone like you.
0: Well, because, I mean, but at the end of the day, isn't, I mean, Jocelyn's going to laugh because you know what's coming. It's not it's not that hard. So hard. It's really not that hard. Yeah. It's not, like, I'm not, I, you know, what's stupid is, like, I don't think I'm doing anything special. Right. I, you know, I'm just listening. And I'm, I'm giving the students, I feel like, the facts that they need to have and the families the facts they need to have to to stop making decisions based on what other people are going to think mm-hmm. and, and do what is best for that student. It's all about
3: that support yeah. network, right? Like if yeah. that student went straight to UC Merced, she might just absolutely hate it, not have the family support, mm-hmm. she has all these other factors that impact how successful she's going to be, right? And yeah. So I think you have to consider all the all of the things, you know, the the financial aid, you got to I mean, I remember, I mean I got accepted to some like crazy universities across the country. But when I stepped foot on St. Mary's campus in Raga, I was like, this feels like home. And even though I had gotten in gotten into UCLA honors program, I was like, no St. Mary's is it for me. Like, this is like what feels like the right thing because they had a network of people. I knew people that had gone there. Um, It just felt like home when I stepped in on that campus. And so. I think there's a lot of different variables and not a lot of people are brave enough to follow their heart on that kind of thing. Um, mm-hmm. A lot of people do listen to what everybody is saying, you know, and you know, Cal's better or this, that, and the other, but I think a lot of people need to be able to follow their heart too and, and say, okay, this is what's best for me and my family. Um, and so I think that's it, I know Sam does some really great work with a lot of the students over the years. I was privileged enough to work with her for a number of years. So I'm really excited to have her on the program today. Um, it's, it's uh, just fun to talk about, you know, how, how we impact students' lives in the, in the positions that we've held. And, um, you know, I, Sam continues to do that great work with the students that she's working with today. And, yeah. and you know, it's just, it's good, good stuff.
1: That's so nice. I um, I'm it's definitely a big believer in the whole like hierarchy thing. I think Mm -hmm. that was uh, that was a great point to make. You know, I I was definitely I applied to a good amount of colleges too. I think I applied to maybe like maybe twelve to thirteen, and yes, I shot for the big leagues: the Harvard, Mm -hmm. the the Dartmouth, the Brown, uh, just because of what it was on paper. Like it's an Ivy League. There's only like thirteen of those schools, and they're Mm -hmm. like to be top of the top but that's not always true um did i get into any of them no i didn't let me be honest <laughs> uh, i got into zero i was i was zero for like five but it was okay uh, i was right. cool with that yeah it was. i was totally fine with that um but then at the same time you know i applied to like university of toledo ohio state um and i mean by design yeah if you looked, you are like oh well i mean ohio state compared to harvard like what is that uh, but that's not necessarily true it depends mm-hmm. like you said like how you how you make that path how that is for you um if i would have stayed home i would have mom and dad there i would had still had friends there i know the city i know it's like low cost of living um mm-hmm. but like it's all that's still there um i think the only reason i i ended up at sc is just it called my name like i literally went because it called my name like i made that choice for me is i knew like if I go out here, I'm going to have an absolute blast. I don't care if I know a single person, had like no family know anything, uh, but it came from the heart. And I'm glad that I did that for myself mm-hmm. too. So that's great that you teach is to do that. I mean, that, that's essentially what's going to lead them to a better path in life. And that, that's so beautiful yep. right here. Um, yep. Don't want to take too, too much of your time. Are you still good for maybe like a couple more yeah. questions?
0: Yeah, yeah, for sure.
1: Okay. And I was like, I was like oh boy, it's like 415, like running over. But um, <laughs> so you talked about the money component.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: That's a, that's a huge thing to navigate for college. Um, I'm just gonna ask, like, how do you, how do you help your students navigate? Like, like, is it like, do you focus more on scholarships? Do you focus on like less paying or lower cost schools? Like, how does that work?
0: I mean, it's, the financial piece of college is huge because a lot of the families that I've worked with over the years are not set up for that. You know, nobody has college funds. Yeah. Um, And I, you know, speaking from experience, like I was not one of those kids. Um, So I do think using the community college is so vital at this point, because I'm like, you can get two years of your education paid for outright, you know, and you're still eligible for financial aid. So you're basically just getting paid to go to college. You can stack that money away if you're responsible Um, and then, you know, use that towards the remainder of your degree. I do think scholarships are important. That's hard though. You know, scholarships are not easy. They're not just, you know, you got to like get in there, you got to write essays, you got to, you got to look for them, you got to search for them. Um, so it's not always easy, but you know, a lot of the universities have, um, campus like campus uh, scholarships. So, you know, if you just apply to financial aid, but I think there's again, the stigma with financial aid, you know, Oh, well, we're not going to qualify. It's like, well, you don't know what you're going to qualify for.
1: You don't
0: fill it out. Like it's not going to hurt you. It's not going to do anything for you to fill it out. Um, and so I think changing that conversation, especially with that middle-class family who feels like they're not going to get anything. So why even do it? It's like, well, one, you have to do it to get that free community college, Um, and then two, you never know what you're going to be eligible for. So you might as well just apply. Um, now Sam is, can anybody fill out the
3: FAFSA? Can
0: everybody fill out the FAFSA? So the federal application, so the FAFSA, so the free, free application for federal student aid, um, (laughs) (laughs) you're like, I don't remember all those letters, um, So that is for students who have a social security number or documented students. So if students Mm -hmm. are undocumented, California has the DREAM Act application. And that is only for California students. Um, And it is only for California schools. So it's really important, um, especially when you're working with undocumented students, to let them know that, that it's California aid. Um, And so a huge component of that is the Cal Grant. And so if they are not allowing us to submit their Cal Grant GPA and they are not doing that California Dream Act application, they will not be eligible for for aid. Um, mm. Last year, I had two undocumented students. One is going to a university and she's completely covered. She's going to a local university, so living at home. But the California Dream Act covered all of all of her tuition and fees for Sac State.
1: Oh, um, it's beautiful.
0: And is going to a community college, and she again, you know, ever because she's also eligible for that that free community college. But it's just about filling out those applications. Um, and one thing to note with your undocumented students is that there's nothing related to immigration. And so there shouldn't fear filling that out because that, that that has nothing, they won't go to immigration and they won't do anything. It won't trigger anything. Um, but there are, there's a lot of little nuances with the dream act and who's eligible for that. Um, and so it's just important to kind of sit down with families and kind of understand the context.
1: Right. Yeah. I I didn't even know that. I just learned something new. Yeah. It it doesn't attract, which is good. I mean, it's great to know that. Um, and you said the dream act covers everything.
0: It, it, so like with Sac state, um, that's our local university. Um, because she's living at home, you know, it covered the tuition. If she wasn't living at home, there's no way it would have covered like dorms and that kind of stuff. Um, but the tuition is, I want to say like $7,000. And so I think between the Cal grant and the other things that she was eligible for through the university, it, it covered everything. And she was and she also got a scholarship.
1: That's a that's a big W, man. Yeah. Do <laughs> um did the ladies you have any questions or anything?
2: I just wanna say that you are such an advocate. I think you are the definition of a student advocate. I think, you yeah. know, talking about undocumented students and, and all of the above, like, I, I think that you have so much information and you really just want to share this out to all students so that everybody can do what they need to do with that information. And, and it just, I can just tell that you are changing lives every day with the cool. job that you, with the role that you have. Wow, thank you.
3: you, make you me cry definitely echo hands. that sentiment. Seeing it firsthand. Mm-hmm for as long as I did, I know that you'll continue to keep giving children and, and young adults every opportunity they can to make the informed choices that they can make. So thank you for the work that you do.
0: Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. I'm, I'm super passionate about it. It's something that I, I mean, I got through my, my friends through college. I, I like, when I tell you I nerd out on mapping classes and doing all that, like I've been nerding out since I was in college um and I and I continue to help my graduates. I can't tell you how many graduates still reach out. Oh, mm-hmm. can I come? Can you help me register for classes? And I'm like, why don't you go talk to your college counselor? Like that's what they're there for. They're like, well, they're <laughs> not very helpful. I'm like, okay, you know. But I do. I I I do believe that this a lot of this job is customer service. Right. It, mm. I will say it time and time again. This job has nothing to do with me at all. Yeah. I am just here. I am somebody who is educated and has experience and can give you information. But at the end of the day, like, I can't tell you what to do. Right. You know, and so it's but the but the way the the way I have watched so many graduates flourish and and become adults and come back and say, you were so impactful and the, in the the way you helped guide me and the and the help you gave me was so impactful. It's like, you know, it's like, that's why I just, I continue to do it. It's, it's challenging, but, um, I think it's so important. And I wish I would have had someone like me when I was in high school. I think that I, yeah. I just would have had the knowledge to make better choices, you know, for, for myself. And I didn't have that. And so I just, I really want to give that to kids. You're living
3: that I, quote, um, be the person you needed to be when you were younger. <laughs> yep.
1: That was the perfect quote. I um, I know I just got a chance to meet you. I uh, didn't know that much going in, but I'm happy that I did get a chance to meet you. And I'm happy that you are able to do this interview with us today. Um, yeah. If you guys ever want a, a good counselor, you just got to move to Sacramento and uh, <laughs> hit up Sam. And uh, she will <laughs> help you guide you along the way to, to greatness. I know, um, I need
0: to like do a consulting business or something. You do. Yes. I can't, yeah. I can't yeah. happen. charge anybody. That's the problem. You know, all those private counselors. I'm like, I could, I could never the amount they charge. I'm like, uh, no, no, thank you. I <laughs> give it all away for free. I can't.
1: <laughs> um. Well, thank you so much, Sam. This was absolutely a blast. And hopefully if you're ever free, we can have you back on the show. Cause this, yeah, was perfect. Absolutely. Uh, we would like to thank all of you out there for listening. Of course, we got more episodes on the way. Uh, This is Jameson signing out. And thank you for listening to another episode of The Other Side.
0: I hope you enjoyed my guest appearance on The Other Side. Like I said, I hope you could hear how much fun I was having. I used to work really closely with Jocelyn. She was my first principal I worked under. And Ileana was such a great advocate for students. And I just got a beautiful chance to work with her Um, and really just speak with her in the past about what we're doing in the field. And because we worked in the charter school world, if you're in that world or you're at all interested in that world, they have a great podcast. Again, it's called the other side. You can find it on Apple as well as Spotify. Um, and I hope you enjoyed it. I hope that I get a chance to go back and talk with them because we just had a blast. Um, so I am looking forward to the next episode, which was recorded in New York. So I feel super fancy. Um, So please like, subscribe, leave a review for the little counselor who could. And until next time, friends.